शिवाय 
ಓಂ ನಮ ಶಿವಾಯ 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 ಹರಯ ನಮ ಪಾರ್ವತಿ ಪತೇ ಹರ ಹರ ವಿತ್ ಗುರುಸ್ ಗ್ರೇಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಭಗವಾನ್ಸ್ ಬ್ಲೆಸಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ವಿಲ್ ಬಿಗಿನ್ ದ ಸ್ಟಡಿ ಆಫ್ ದ ಸೆಕೆಂಡ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ಆಫ್ ಭಗವದ್ಗೀತಾ before we go into the chapter a little bit about shrimad bhagavad gita itself as i had mentioned the previous uh, yajna also that bhagavad gita is a book of wisdom holistic wisdom it helps us to look at life as a whole and to lead a whole life as pujya guru ji puts it because when we look at life partially and we lead a partial life we experience a sense of incompleteness at every level we experience sorrow we experience pain fear and different uh, this negative emotions but when we look at life holistically it helps us to gain that complete fulfillment so gita is a book you can say of wisdom and it is eternal wisdom it is not something which will go out of syllabus hmm it will it was relevant in the good old days it is relevant now and it will be relevant in future also because it reveals the supreme reality which was in the past which is now which will remain in future it is revealing the truth as it is the main teaching of bhagavad gita 
or after learning Bhagavad Gita, what will happen is that we will be able to understand our own real identity. Who am I will become very clear. Because based on our self-understanding or self-image, we look at world and we look at everything else in this world. We look at our relationship, we look at God from the reference point of myself. If that reference point or the self-identity is not clear, then everything goes little haywire. Just as if you want to draw a circle, the first most important thing is we have to place the compass on that center. And then we draw the whole circle. But if the center is moving and shaking, I remember in my childhood I used to draw this uh, circle. And at times the that compass is to move and the circle is to go little little, uh, you know, out of shape. Similarly, if our self-identity is not very clear, then our understanding of the world also goes little haywire, and understanding about God also becomes a little uh, uh, foggy. So the main theme of Gita is to reveal us our own identity. Therefore, it begins with the word dharma and concludes with the word mama, mama dharma. What is my nature? What is my real nature is revealed. Once that is clear, then there will be clarity about our duties also. We saw in the first chapter Arjuna becomes confused regarding his duties. So in order to remove this confusion, Bhagwan reveals to him his identity. If suppose some person comes to you and asks you, what should I do? The first question will be to that person that who are you? What is your identity? Based on that will be your duty. Like here, when Arjuna came in the battlefield, he looked at his own people standing in front of him and in his army also. And he did not know from what standpoint I should look at them. Should I look at my teacher as a student? Should I look at my relatives as their relative? Or should I look at them from the standpoint of uh, my duty here as a as a leader, as a protector of dharma. And based on that identity, he will be able to ascertain his duties properly. So Bhagavad Gita is a universal uh, scripture which teaches us this wisdom of our own self. This, uh, there are these 18 chapters in Bhagavad Gita but the most important chapter is this second chapter which we will study. It gives us the gist of the entire Bhagavad Gita. If we are able to understand the second chapter, we will be 
able to understand the entire Bhagavad Gita very easily. It is the style of our great masters and also style of Bhagavan Sri Krishna. First he tells what he will tell, then he tells and then he tells what he told. Like a good speaker. First he should tell what he will tell so that people are, you know, they are warned in advance. Then he should tell. And then he should, what you call, again give the gist of his talk. Similarly, we find in Bhagavad Gita, the second chapter is the gist of the entire Bhagavad Gita. Bhagavan tells in this chapter what he will tell. Then from third chapter to seventeen chapter, he tells. And eighteen chapter, again Bhagavan tells what he told. Therefore, it's very interesting. Therefore, these two chapters, the second and the eighteenth, are the largest chapter. There are seven to two verses in the second chapter and seventy-eight verses in the eighteenth chapter. So, this second chapter gives the entire vision or the entire wisdom of Gita very clearly. The first few verses, about ten verses, reveals the condition of Arjuna again. As I said, that unless the diagnosis is done properly, we will not be able to understand what medicine we have to take and how to deal with the situation. So the first six chapters again reveals the condition of Arjuna and the most important thing which happens is that Arjuna also realizes his own condition. So it is one thing to be not well or one thing to be ignorant and another thing to realize that I am not well or I am not uh, knowledgeable and to approach the right person. Many people they say, oh I am fine. Many say that, oh, I have all the knowledge, I don't want any knowledge. See, it is easier to teach a person who is ignorant and at least knows that he is ignorant. But it is very difficult to teach a person who is ignorant and thinks he is wise. So Arjuna realizes that I am thoroughly confused, that I need guidance. That unless I am clear in my mind, I won't be able to fight or I won't be able to perform any action. He had just given up all hope. He had just dropped his weapons. So he realized that the only person who can guide me at this moment is Bhagwan Sri Krishna himself. He did not know the glory of the Lord completely at that time. In fact, he took him as his friend, a wise friend. And a knowledgeable, a wise, knowledgeable friend. But when in the 11th chapter, Arjuna saw the Virat Roop of the Lord, then he realized his greatness, real greatness of Bhagwan Sri Krishna. But here he realized 
that I am confused and I should take guidance. If I cannot see things clearly, I should take help of those who can see. It helps. It's like, uh, and what prevents us from taking help from others? Our own ego, our own pride. It is observed that when people get lost also, that those who are very proud, they don't ask for direction. They will keep driving here, there, this, that. Are poocho kisi se? They say no. But those who don't have any such pride and vanity, they will ask for direction and they will reach their destination quickly. Similarly here, Arjuna realized that I am lost, that I have to seek direction. So he surrenders to Bhagavan Sri Krishna and requests him to teach him, to guide him. So the first ten verses are Arjuna's condition and his surrender. Then, from the eleventh verse onwards, Bhagwan guides him, teaches him. And the main thing which he reveals to Arjuna is his real identity. He tells him who you are really. What is your real identity is brought out very clearly. It's like a person when he doesn't know where he is and what he is doing, that person should be told his real identity. So we have in the beginning of Bhagwan's teaching the great uh, revelation about the nature of the self. Na jayate mriyate va kadachit. Bhagwan tells Arjuna that self is that which is neither born nor does it die. Beautiful revelation of the nature of our own self. It is like telling a sugar that you are sweet. It is like telling fire that you are, what, hot. Similarly, it is like telling us that you are that self which is birthless and deathless. That is beautifully revealed in many verses. Then Bhagwan also teaches Arjuna, that before you gain this vision and the experience of the self, you have to live in this world, you have to interact with the world, interact with the people. So how I can live in such a way that not only I attain prosperity and greatness in this world, but also ultimately attain that enlightenment, that self-realization, that is also revealed in the in some later verses. So till verse number 30, Bhagwan talks about the nature of the self. Then from 31, first verse onwards, he reveals the path of from action to samadhi. From karma to that experience of that supreme self. He explains the whole path very, very beautifully and systematically. The entire path through this, he reveals the path of karma, he reveals the path of upasana, he reveals the path of bhakti, he reveals the path of jnana, reveals the path of dhyana, very beautifully 
and briefly some at places he just hints at those paths so from the present condition taking the help of karma how i can move forward and attain that state of enlightenment as i had mentioned before also in the last yajna that bhagwan wants us to live in this world as enlightened beings in modern times we understand the importance of education if the child says i don't want to go to school the parents are very worried they say no you have to go to school because education is important you have to learn reading writing arithmetic you have to go to school even uneducated or illiterate parents they realize the importance of sending their children to school many why because they know a educated person will have a better chance of facing the different challenges of life it will help him to improve his standard of living and standard of life also we understand the importance of education but unfortunately our education is not holistic it is partial it gives us a partial view of life it gives us a partial identity self identity person start believing that he is a doctor he is a engineer the lawyer person start believing in some limited identity and looks at world also from a limited uh, you can say uh, vision or a prism so that creates confusion so what is required is a holistic wisdom a spiritual wisdom and that is revealed here so bhagwan reveals it very systematically from karma you can slowly and steadily progress actions help us to improve our surrounding and improve our life but action when it is associated with right attitude it becomes more powerful action with right attitude becomes more powerful when i say something it has got its own power but when i say with some particular attitude it has got greater power and when i when that action is also associated with knowledge it becomes still more effective and when that action arises from the depth of meditation from the depth of silence that action becomes most glorious masterpiece we have in this world lot of this masterpieces expressed by great masters in a state of silence in the in the field of music or in the field of art other arts or in the field of uh, this spirituality or in the field of literature person going into that state of pure silence when he expresses that expression gathers as different beauty altogether some of our ancient temples the images which are there they are so beautiful and so powerful even now 
because they have come from the depth of silence, from the depth of meditation. But if our action arises only from knowledge, it has got a different charm. And if the action arises from confusion, then it has got a totally different charm. Looking at that uh, action, we know from where it has come. Hmm. So, in this um, uh, chapter, Bhagwan reveals the path that is most important. So, what is our goal is to ultimately recognize our own self. But what is the path? Action, upasana, means using emo- uh, what you call imagination and visualization, knowledge, and then meditation leading to self-enlightenment. So, that is revealed. Then the question comes, that if I gain that enlightenment, what will be my experience? Or the one who has gained this enlightenment, what is the experience of such a person? What are the characteristics of such a person? Arjuna names such person as Stitapradnya. Stitapradnya means one whose wisdom, pradnya, is well established in that truth in that self, in that supreme reality. So, what is the characteristic, what are the characteristics of a, of a sthita-pradnya or a realized master that is revealed in the last portion of this chapter? In 18 verses, Bhagwan has given the most beautiful picture of a realized person, of our goal. When we read it, when we contemplate on it, we can experience our, our uh, goal very clearly. And when we experience it, we get that inspiration. For example, if you want to go to a particular place, let us say you want to visit, let us say, Manas Sarovar, and somebody shows you pictures, somebody shows you the video, somebody uh, describes the whole journey, somebody describes you the whole scene and all, and you start imagining yourself there, and you get inspired, and then you can begin your journey. In the same way, the Stita Pradnya Lakshanas are a great source of inspiration. Even now, in Mahatma Gandhi's ashram in Sabarmati, they regularly chant these verses. They were the favorites of Mahatma Gandhi also. So, in this way, there are these four important topics in this second chapter. The first portion is Arjuna's condition and surrender. Second is the Nature of that self is revealed. Our identity is revealed. Third, the path from action to samadhi, from karma to samadhi. Samadhi means that state of realization, state of enlightenment. Path is shown. The entire map is shown very clearly. It's like you are in a new city and you are given the map. Everything is well marked. Everything is to scale. 
and beautiful map. Looking at that map, you know where you are and you know where you have to go and you know all the options and various bylanes and all which we can take to reach our destination. We also know that if there is some block or some traffic jam or VIP movement, as we have here in Delhi many times, we know which other route we can take. So this path is shown, and the fourth topic is the are the characteristics of that realized master is revealed very beautifully. So if we understand this four, we will be able to understand the whole of Bhagavad Gita. In the entire Bhagavad Gita, then Bhagwan elaborates on the path and also uh, reveals the nature of that supreme reality in various ways and the nature of the realized master is also expressed. In the 12th chapter, Bhagwan expresses the realized master as a bhakta. In the 14th chapter, he expresses him as a gunatita, one who has gone beyond gunas. In the 13th chapter, he expresses as a jnani. So in this way, the Bhagavad Gita is a very, very systematic text, and the study of it will transform us instantly. From carbon or charcoal, we will become diamond. See, charcoal and diamond, both of them are carbon. But the arrangement of this carbon atom makes all the difference. A Mahatma and and an ordinary person, same. Both of them are made up of the same material, carbon. Hmm. But that ordinary person remains carbon and Mahatma becomes Brahman. The rearrangement of thinking, our emotion, our vision happens and we understand we go into a different state altogether. There is a paradigm shift, a transformation happens. So with this uh, introduction, let us now begin. Now you know what is the whole uh, structure of Gita, of this second chapter at least. And as we go and study the other chapters, I will uh, talk more about it. So let us begin with this chapter. The first verse itself is spoken by Sanjay, and he talks about the condition of uh, Arjuna. And then he says what happened. Please repeat after me. Om Shri Paramatmane Namaha Athadvityodhyayaha Sanjayavacha Tam Tathakripaya Vishtam Ashrupurna Kulekshanam Vishidantamidam Vakyam Uvachamadhusudana Together Tam Tathakripaya
द्वितीय अध्याय बिगिन्स विथ संजयस डिस्क्रिप्शन ऑफ द होल सिचुएशन टू धृतराष्ट्र सो एज वी नो द गीता बिगिन्स विथ धृतराष्ट्र क्वेश्चन अबाउट वॉट हैपन टू माय सन्स इन द पांडवास हु असेंबल्ड एट द बैटल फील्ड सो संजय डिस्क्राइब्स द होल सीन फर्स्ट ही डिस्क्राइब हाउ दुर्योधन अप्रोच हिज टीचर द्रोणाचार्य then he also described the entire uh, situation in the battlefield the blowing of the conches and the condition of arjuna and how he expressed his anguish and his confusion and finally he dropped his weapons he dropped his bow and arrows and he he said na yotsya he said i won't fight till things are clear in my mind and then he was quiet so sanjay is uh, describing the whole scene he says that arjuna who is tam tatha kripaya vishtam who was overpowered by kripa compassion towards this uh, his enemies kripaya vishtam ashrupurna kulekshanam and his eyes were filled with tears and he was very agitated looking around very agitated eyes filled with tears and vishidantam and filled with sorrow despondent sorrow grief to such arjuna idam vakyam uvacha madhusudana to him bhagwan sri krishna who is madhusudan spoke the following words see here uh, this bhagavad gita the situation of arjuna is revealed by sanjaya and he calls it kripa he uses the word kripa kripa means the literal meaning of that word kripa means compassion but here arjuna was showing compassion towards those who were unrighteous he was showing compassion at the wrong time at the wrong place see compassion is a good good emotion but it should be expressed at the right time at the right place it's like a, a doctor a, a surgeon opens the body and he about to remove the appendix which is troubling that person and suddenly he gets filled with compassion for whom not the patient for that appendix if he feels with compassion for the patient it is good that compassion is good but here he is filled with compassion for that appendix he looks at that appendix and he suddenly realizes that that appendix is there in the body right from childhood and it is so sweet i mean sweet means uh, so nice and how can i remove that appendix what is uh, that poor appendix what has it done it was just sitting there has become a little fat so what so many people become fat so if he developed that compassion for that appendix and he start expressing it to other doctors and other surgeons and all it is a dangerous situation dangerous for that patient similarly 
expressing compassion for adharma expressing compassion towards adharmic people or towards that sin is a, is a dangerous thing is the most dangerous thing that causes confusion that causes chaos in the society it causes confusion in the personal life also like in our own personality there are certain things which are negative and they should be harshly removed and thrown away but if we express compassion towards them then there is problem like our anger our jealousies our greed they also are born in our mind and our love our faith is also born in the same mind but if we express compassion towards our anger and jealousy they will never leave us then so both the kauravas and pandavas were born in the same family but they were on the wrong side so kripa this word is used here but bhagwan shri krishna himself uses some other word he doesn't say kripa he calls it kashmalam he says kutastva kashmalam idam he also says hrudaya dorbalyam a weakness of the heart kashmal means impurity impurity of your mind weakness of your heart he also says klebyam impotence so bhagwan krishna looks at arjuna's condition in a different way arjuna himself then observes his own mind and he says dharma sammoda chetaha i am confused regarding dharma i am confused thoroughly so he also realizes the weakness of his own mind so here sanjay is saying kripa tam tatha kripaya vishtam ashrapurna kulekshanam his eyes were filled with tears and he was agitated vishidantam great grief was there in his heart vishad despondent so many thoughts and so many emotions must have been going on in his mind passing through his mind one has to identify and feel the emotion which might be going in arjuna's mind totally despondent and he looked at bhagwan krishna bhagwan krishna is named here as madhusudan madhusudan madhu was a rakshasa and bhagwan had killed that rakshasa so appropriate name is taken here by sanjay that he also was not compassionate towards this rakshasa he killed him he destroyed him so madhusudan vacha bhagwan spoke to arjuna here and we find a very strong statements bhagwan utters so the second and the third verse verses are the like a shock treatment given to arjuna by bhagwan sri krishna shri bhagavan vacha kutastva kashmalam idam vishame samupasthitam 
అనార్యజుష్టమస్వర్గ్యం అకీర్తికరమర్జున టుగెదర్ కుతస్వాకశ్మలమిదం విషమే సముపస్థితం అకీర్తికరమర్జున శ్రీ భగవాను వాచ శ్రీ అవర్ వేద్ వ్యాస్జీ హెస్ రిటర్న్ దిస్ శ్రీమద్ భగవద్గీత ఇట్ ఈస్ రైట్ ఇన్ ద మిడిల్ ఆఫ్ మహాభారత్ ఇన్ భీష్మ పర్వ వేద్ వ్యాస్జీ హెస్ నరేటెడ్ ద ఎంటైర్ భగవద్ మహాభారత్ వెరీ బ్రిలియంట్లీ వెరీ బ్యూటిఫుల్లీ and he taught it to his disciples vedvaji himself looks at bhagwan krishna he looks at shri krishna not as krishna not as an ordinary person but he looks at him as bhagwan therefore here he doesn't say shri krishna uvacha he says shri bhagwan uvacha this bhagwan is a very technical term bhagwan means one who has bhaga is called bhagwan bhaga means all the great qualities like knowledge like aishwarya like shri like vairagya like daya all great qualities when they are in their total measure then such a person is called bhagwan the direct avatar of that supreme reality himself see like the sun the sun is full of fire and the lamp which is burning is also full of fire that flame is full of fire but it is just a tiny little expression of that fire when that same sun expresses in more glory then it is something different only so all of us are expression of that same reality but because that expression is coming from or expressing through the mind which is filled with lot of impurities filled with lot of confusion filled with lot of noise this mind is not expressing the reality completely but bhagwan is one whose mind is absolutely pure shuddha sattva and the expression of that supreme reality is complete therefore in shrimad bhagavat describing the glories of krishna vedvaji says krishna stu bhagavan swayam krishna is not an ordinary person but he sakshat bhagwan arjuna also took him as a as his friend as he knew him bhagwan krishna was, he was related also to krishna and they became very very friendly krishna our uh, arjuna had great love for krishna and bhagwan krishna also had great love for arjuna so he took him as his friend but in the 11th chapter bhagwan revealed after uh, arjuna requested him he revealed his virat form we'll come to it 
when we come to the 11th chapter. But that Virat form was revealed and suddenly Arjuna just stared and looked at him. And he realized that whom I considered my friend, whom I considered just an ordinary person, I mean a great person, is Sakshat Bhagwan. So therefore here it says Shri Bhagavan Vacha. Therefore these are the words of that supreme reality itself, words of God. Therefore the words, whatever they convey, the message is for everyone. Arjuna is just a nimitta, but the message is for all of us. Hmm. So that we should remember. So when he heard the whole lecture of uh, Arjuna given in the first chapter, Bhagwan was very quiet. He did not say a word. Only two, three words he spoke in the first chapter. Uh, you remember? Hmm? After placing the chariot in between the two armies, he said, look at this Kauravas. But he listened to Arjuna with full focus, full attention, not speaking a word. And Arjuna also did not get any response. But then he stopped speaking. When he stopped speaking, Bhagwan spoke. Our Pujya Guruji very beautifully says that when we speak and Bhagwan listens, that is called prayer. And when he speaks and we listen, that is called dhyana. Meditation. So Arjuna's meditation began now. He is listening to Bhagwan Sri Krishna. But he uses very strong words in the beginning. He says, Kutastva Kashmalamidam Vishame Samapastitam. Hey Arjuna, from where these impurities have come into your mind? Vishame, in this battlefield at the wrong time, from where this, all these negativities have come into your mind? See, Bhagwan doesn't uh, uh, praise his emotions. He doesn't, he doesn't acknowledge, he acknowledges his condition, but he doesn't, uh, what you call, justify his, his uh, emotions. Arjuna thought that he may say, oh yeah, it is so bad situation. See, sometimes we go to a friend and all, if they are equally ignorant, we go because of our confusion, because of our um, sadness or sorrow. But when we go to that person, instead of sorrows uh, getting, uh, dis- getting dispersed, we come back with double sorrow. What to tell? I will tell you my sorrow. So here Bhagwan was listening, but then he just blasted at Arjuna that from where this negativity has come, have come into your mind. He just looked at him. He says, Anaryam, Anarya Justam, it doesn't befit your Kula, your family, Arya. It doesn't befit the Arya race. Aswargyam, it is not something which will take you to swarga also. And akirtikaram, and it will not give you any fame in this world. Three important things he said. These are the three things because of which we've, we act in this world, generally. 
वन इज खानदान खानदान की इज्जत फैमिली फैमिली प्लेज अ वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट फैमिली मीन्स माई नेम एंड माई फादर्स नेम एंड होल फैमिलीज नेम प्लेज अ वेरी वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट रोल इन अवर लाइफ एंड वी डू ऑल सॉर्ट्स ऑफ एट्रॉसिटीज ऑल्सो समटाइम्स इन द नेम ऑफ फैमिली सो यर भगवान से इज दैट वॉट एक्शन विच यू आर प्लानिंग टू डू इट इज अन आर्यम इट डजेंट बिफिट योर फैमिली द ग्रेट रेस द आर्य रेस the pure race and your own this uh, uh, kula the the kauravas the pandavas the great uh, kings who were born before in this kula it doesn't befit you to act in this way it will disgrace them so it is not proper because a kshatriya running away from battlefield a kshatriya showing compassion to his enemies is a wrong thing and in our own country so many enemies entered our own own country and they conquered us they they tortured us because of our misunderstanding of dharma at wrong time we forgive them they beat us then we say okay maaf kiya aapko one person was in the garden he was doing some exercise and another person came in front of him gave him one slap he said why did you slap me is it you are making fun of me or are you serious he said i am very serious he said then it's okay because i don't like fun <laughs> so people come they slap us they beat us they torture us they take away our wealth but we forgive them we express our compassion towards them we express our wrong emotions towards them that is not proper so here bhagwan says it is an aryam to tolerate injustice to tolerate adharma is not aryan is an aryam you should show compassion at the right time at the right place misplaced compassion is no good so it is an aryam okay arjuna may think that okay it is an aryam it is not good for our family and all but at least it is dharmic it will take me to swarga it will give me lot of punya bhagwan says it is aswargyam very clearly he says that what you are thinking and what you are planning is totally unrighteous it is not the right way to look at the situation it will not give you swarga swarga prapti will not happen to you aswargyam adharmik okay it will not give me uh, swarga prapti it is not good for my race at least i will become famous in this world as a very compassionate person i will become famous in this world everyone will talk about me and my glories bhagwan says no akirtikaram it will not give you any fame in this world also in the present moment we seek fame from the standpoint of the past we seek good name for our past our ancestors for our kula with respect to future we seek swarga or a better future so here bhagwan tells arjuna 
with respect to your past, your present and future, what you are doing is not proper. Is absolutely wrong. Anarya Jashtam Aswargyam Akirti Karam Arjuna. Here he shakes Arjuna. See, uh, when we are confused, or even when we are not confused, when we are, we uh, act in this world, we gain motivation from different, different sides, different ways. Some people act out of fear. Hmm. We are motivated by fear. Fear of losing something. Fear motivates. Another is greed can motivate us. Desire to gain something. But the third, we can be motivated from within. Self-motivated from within. Here Bhagwan doesn't uh, create fear in Arjuna's mind, nor does he create uh, uh, what you call greed and all, but he tries to awaken his self-image, his self-esteem. We'll see in the second, uh, next verse also. So he encourages, encourages Arjuna to realize who he is in his real nature and then work in this world, respond to the world more effectively. So there was a, it was a shock treatment like. Bhagwan continues, another very powerful verse, he says, Klebyam masmagam partha naitatvayupapadyate kshudram hridayadorbalyam Tektvottishtha parantapa Klebhyam masmagamah partha Naitatvayyupapadyate Kshudram rhudayadar balyam Tektvottishtha parantapa He parantapa He addresses Arjuna as parantapa Parantapa means parantapayati One who gives affliction, we used to give fear and affliction to his enemies. When he used to fight in the battlefield, his enemies used to shudder like with fear. Such a great Arjuna. And now he is behaving in this way. So Bhagwan reminds him of his great nature, of his personality. He reminds him what who he is. Just like sometimes our children also behaves in a wrong way, then we remind them, Hey, you are such a wonderful person. You have achieved so greatness. Why you are behaving like this now? I remember uh, the incident from Ramayana. Our Hanumanji had uh, gone abroad uh, to Lanka. And he went to that Ashok Vatika and there he saw Sitaji in a very, very sad state, absolutely dejected. She was totally, she became totally hope, uh, what you call, she lost all hopes also. She told that Trijata that please give me some fire, I will burn myself and die. 
She was absolutely dejected because Ravana used to torture her. And uh, our Hanumanji did not know how to approach her. First, she doesn't know who is Hanuman. And these Rakshasas are expert in changing their form also. So he did not know how to approach her. She might doubt his intentions and all. And how to bring that person who is sad and dejected out of that situation. Hanumanji was totally in a, in a dilemma. Then suddenly he realized that the only thing which can bring us out is the awareness of our real identity. Staying in that, on that tree hidden, he started singing Ramayana. He started singing the glory of uh, Dasharat Maharaj and the glory of Janak Maharaj. He said that glorious uh, Dasharat Maharaj, his sons and all, all of them so great. And he talked about the greatness of Janak Maharaj and the greatness of uh, his all children and greatness of Ram and Sita. So in this suddenly she realized that I am from a great cooler. That what am I doing? And she became more alert. And then she was receptive to Arjuna. I mean, sorry, to uh, Hanumanji. Similarly, here Arjuna also was not receptive. So Bhagwan just gave him a shock treatment like. He says, Klebyam Masmagama Partha. Hey Partha, that to just drop this Klebyam, this impotence, from where it has come into you. Impotence, Kleb, Kleb means neither, uh, there is uncertainty about whether the person is a male or a female. Yeah. In fact, Arjuna stayed for one year in this condition. When he was in Adnyatavas, he became that she male. Hmm. She also, he also. So, not sure whether a person is female or a male. Similarly, Bhagwan uses a very strong this word. Reminds him of his condition. He says, you have remained there for one year like this. I think you have become like that. But psychologically what it means is there are these two types of emotions, the masculine and feminine. They have their own purity, they have their own beauty. But now what you are expressing is neither the beauty of that masculine emotions, nor you are expressing the beauty of the feminine. Compassion and all is a feminine, pure compassion, feminine emotion. Bravery, courage is masculine uh, what you call expression. You are neither expressing bravery nor you are expressing proper compassion. It's confusion like. So he uses this term klebyam. He says drop this klebyam. Klebyam masmagama partha naitatva yupapadyate it doesn't befit you. You are from a wonderful family. You have a great uh, history. You are educated you have been trained by the great masters. You are my friend. It doesn't befit you to behave in this way. So, but, but I am feeling so great love for them. He said, This, this uh, emotion is low. Shudram is of a very mean and low nature. 
and it is the durbalta of your heart, weakness of your heart. See, emotions are good, but becoming emotional is not good. Coming under the sway of emotion is not good. Therefore, here the word heart is very important. We use that word heart. It's very popular in the films also. Every second film is about the heart only. Either the mad heart or some other heart. But exactly what is heart, we don't know. See, heart is, there is, one is the physical heart. We are not talking about the physical heart. There is no such thing called heart. When we study Vedanta, it talks about the mind. It talks about intellect, mana, buddhi. It talks about chitta. It talks about ahankar. It doesn't talk about heart as a separate uh, equipment. But the scripture says the beautiful confluence of your mind and intellect is called heart. When the emotions and the intellect, emotions are in your mind, intellect in the, I mean the uh, intellect uh, gives us the knowledge, the understanding. When the understanding and emotion comes together in a beautiful confluence, sangam, when this sangam takes place, that is called heart. See, there is uh, like in our uh, country also, we have Ganga, we have Yamuna. But when they join together, along with Saraswati, the Sangam, it has got a special beauty. So our emotion should have the backing and support of our understanding, wisdom. And our wisdom should have the backing of emotion. Emotionless wisdom is dry. And wisdomless emotion is blind. Therefore, people blindly fall in love and all. Because they are actually blind. But when those two meet, when the sublime emotions and the pure uh, thoughts and understanding meet, that is called heart. But at times, there uh, there is no proper meeting. Sometimes we become more emotional. Sometimes we become more intellectual, forgetting about emotions. And that is the weakness. Sometimes it is mixed together. That is the weakness of our own heart. So here, Arjuna was expressing what he was expressing. Bhagwan calls it a weakness of his heart. Kshudram hridaya dorbalyam tektva uttishtha parantapa. Drop these negativities from your heart and stand up and fight this war. That is the best, that is the most important thing for you to do now. Just drop it and get up and fight this war. See, um, Arjuna got uh, this confused before the war. Yudhishthira, Bhim and all his brothers were not confused. They were very clear. They were very clear what they have to do. But after the war, Yudhishthira got little confused. Then he had to be taught. He approached Bhishma Pitamaha, who was lying on that uh, bows of, uh, I mean, the bed of arrows. Yudhishthira approached him to remove his confusion. But here, our uh, Arjuna got confused before. 
and Bhagwan removed his all confusion. So tatva, drop all this confusion and uttishthita, uttishtha parantapa and stand up and fight. So these two strong verses are like shock treatment. When a person behaves in a very confusing state, the first thing is to give him some shock only. Even in the world we find a person behaving like a totally distracted and confused, then you give him one shock. I won't tell you how. And then that person comes out in his in his senses. He sees things clearly. So here Bhagwan gave him this shock treatment. And Arjuna again woke up. He had become silent. Totally Tushnim Babuha, he started speaking again. So he repeats a lot of things which he said in the first chapter. Arjuna says, Arjuna Vacha Katham Bhishma Maham Sankhe Dronancha Madhusudana Ishubhi Pratiyotsyami Pujarhavari Sudana Katham Bhishma Maham Sankhe Dronancha Madhusudana Ishubhi Pratiyotsyami Pujarhavari Sudana Arjuna Vacha Arjun, this name is also very beautiful. Arjun means one who is straightforward, one who is well integrated. Though here he is behaving little disintegrated, but Arjun, that name means one who is well integrated. Whatever he understood, he felt and he expressed it in the same way. Wisdom, feeling and action in one straight line. Most of the times, people have great wisdom, their emotions run in different direction, and the actions run in some other direction. Not at all integrated. Even when we have to do Namaskar to Bhagwan, action shows the Namaskar Mudra. Mind is outside. I hope my chappals are still there. Last time when I was doing Namaskar to Tirupati Bhagwan, somebody stole my shoes. So mind is in the chapels and the intellect. Wonder why I came here. What is the use? Bhagwan is everywhere. I stayed in the queue and all the way I came here. Intellect is also not. So then our Namaskar doesn't become complete. Manasa, vacha, karmana, it doesn't become. So it is disintegrated. Bhagwan himself doesn't know what his intentions are. Sharir se to namaskar karta hai, lekin man chappal mein hai. So Bhagwan doesn't know whether to believe his body or believe his mind. Like many times we ask directions, no, in the... Aray, wo, kaise jana hai? You, you take a left turn. Left. Achha. Left turn. So you don't know whether to believe in his action or believe in his words. Bahut hota hai. Left me jana. 
so you don't know whether to take his words or actions or emotions so bhagwan also then just doesn't answer our prayer he says pehle theek mere ko batao kya chahiye then i will answer so here our um, arjuna means one who is straight forward whatever came in his mind his confusion he expressed to bhagwan very very clearly again he says that you want me to fight he says how can i fight katham bhishma maham sankhe dronancha madhusudana he madhusudana you have at least killed the rakshasas and here i am standing in front of bhishma pitamaha the most worshipful person the most wonderful person i have sat in his lap i have learned from him he is the very embodiment of dharma and dronacharya i have learned this art of archery everything from him i was his very dear student and i have great love and respect for him how can i fight with them ishu bhi pratiyotsyami how can i shoot arrows at them why this is pujar haavari sudana he arisudan you are arisud ari means enemies you have destroyed your enemies but these are not my enemies they are pujar ha they are worthy of worship i have to worship them with flowers even actually those who are worshipful we can't hit them with flowers like generally we do when we go to a temple if we can't go there we throw the flowers on flowers at least when you throw it is better but i heard that some temples and all if you don't get the way to go inside nariyal yahan se wahan ko aim karke tha nariyal chada diya aapke sar ko kya laga hai nahi wo aur kisi ne nariyal chadaya tha wo mere ko so one who is worshipful we can't even throw flowers at them like that when we do puja we offer flowers we don't throw flowers we offer them so here you are telling me to fight with arrows shoot arrows at them i can't even throw flowers at them like that so puja arha vari sudana they are most worshipful how can i fight with them i can't fight see here arjuna he had taken this identity he was looking at dronacharya as a student very good but here when he was in the battlefield he was not a student of dronacharya see as a student he should behave in a particular way but he was not here as a student of dronacharya this is a serious battle which is going on like suppose somebody is in drama acting and you are sitting there and suddenly you see your friend you cannot call him hi sharma ji aap yahan kahan since sharma ji has become the king in the drama and <laughs> and he just removed his hair and given to somebody out of joy are sharma ji aapne mere 500 rupaye nahi diye abhi tak aur yahan par har de rahe ho sabko so you can't just because there you are a audience you have to behave like an audience and and just see the drama similarly in the battlefield arjuna was the leader of the opposition party i mean the <laughs> i should not use such words 
leader of the uh, this pandava army okay so he had his own duties own way but here he was looking at dronacharya as a student he was looking at bhishma pitamaha as his own grandchild so the whole confusion came in his mind he says how can i fight with them i can't fight with them bhagwan did not say anything bhagwan thought abhi isne shuru kiya hai so when he did not bhagwan did not listen to him arjuna played a trick he said let me change the meter and speak to him thoda sa alag alag tune se main ga ke bhagwan ko sunata dusre raag mein so here we have a different uh, uh, chhanda let us chant guru nahatvahi mahanubhavan श्रेयो भोक्तुम भैक्षमपी हलोके हत्वार्थ कामांस्तु गुरु निहैव भुंजीय भोगान रुधिर प्रदिग्धान गुरु नि महानुभावान श्रेयो भोक्तुम भैक्षमपी हलोके हत्वार्थ कामांस्तु गुरु निहैव भुंजीय भोगान रुधिर प्रदिग्धान हाँ गुरु न हत्वाही महानुभावान श्रेयो भोक्तुम भैक्षमपी हलोके हे भगवान it is better to live in this world begging hmm? for our bread for our food it is better to beg and live in this world than to slay than to kill such noble teachers guru na ahatvahi mahanubhavan shreyo he says it is better much more uh, what do you call righteous to just bag and live in this world than to kill these great people these great teachers mahanubhav those who have great experience it's not befitting not for this kingdom i am if i am doing it for kingdom if i am doing it for great pleasures and all it is not worth it it is better to just live as a beggar than to kill these glorious people because if i kill them hatvartha kamans for the sake of wealth and for the sake of pleasure if i kill these glorious teachers guruni haiva then bhunjiya bhogan rudira pradignan then it will be like uh, enjoying the food and enjoying all those wealth stained with their blood every time i will eat i will feel that this is stained with the blood of bhishma pitamaha with the blood of dronacharya every time i enjoy i will have that feeling of guilt in my heart that i have taken this kingdom after killing bhishma pitamaha my teachers is worthy of respect worthy of worship and i have killed him i have learned this vidya from him and now i used it against him so this is no good i won't be able to live in this way in this world so 
So it is better that I don't kill them. And if at all I don't get the kingdom, I will just become a beggar. I will just stay at one of the chaurai, what you call that, crossing and beg. And this all this happened here only in this area, Kurukshetra and all. So in this way, Arjuna started expressing his uh, feelings, his confusion, but uh, Bhagwan kept quiet and then he started his teaching. So more about this we will see tomorrow.